Hidden Spots on News Talks FE's Summer Breakfast. Almost 17 after 6, our summer road trip is uh, just on the fringes of Wellington this morning at Thorndon, Catherine Mansfield House and Garden, which was the birthplace of our uh, beloved author, Catherine Mansfield. Cherie Jacobson is director of the Catherine Mansfield House and Garden. She's with us this morning. Happy New Year. And uh, let's start with uh, Catherine Mansfield. How long did she live there? So she was born in the house, which makes it pretty special. She was born there in 1888, and the house had just been finished. And she lived there until she was about five years old. Um, So it was very much her childhood home. And we like to think of it as where she first started to observe relationships and details. And she's very well known for lots of beautiful detail in her story and how she sees the world in her unique way. And so we like to think of it as that's where it all kind of started for her as a child in the house. With the people around her, three generations living in this. It's not a big place, is it? No, so the top floor, it's a two-storey house. But, um, yeah, people are sometimes surprised when they come in. You know, it's not a huge, big, old mansion. Rambling mansion thing. Yeah. Yeah. The family did move to bigger houses with ballrooms and croquet lawns once her father became more successful. But this was very much the kind of the first house that was built for them. Her father was moving up the social ladder and climbing in the business world. So um, it was very modern for its time. It was obviously built new and they decorated it with all the fashionable things, um, wallpaper and, um, yeah, it was... It's, but it's not a big house. The The top floor is bedrooms and as you say multiple generations lived there her grandmother her aunts her parents obviously and her older siblings how have you managed to pull together the uh, different elements you need to make it feel as it was at the time so in the 1980s the house was put up for sale and the birthplace trust was formed by a group of people spearheaded by a woman named Aroya Day who was really passionate that we'd already lost some of the houses Mansfield and her family lived in in Wellington when the motorway was built. So she decided we can't lose this place as well where she was born. So they pulled together and raised a whole lot of money to purchase the house and restore it. Um, And when they started work on it, they found that actually the layout was pretty much original. It had been turned into two flats in the 1940s, but no walls had been knocked down or anything. And then they made some really wonderful discoveries. They found fragments of the original wallpaper hiding beneath layers around the skirting boards and they used those to create the wallpapers we have today so they're based on the original wallpapers which people always find pretty special and they uncovered the balusters on the staircase which are timber turned to look like bamboo because Victorians were quite fascinated with Japanese art and design it was called Japanism Um, and so yeah there are some really special elements of the house that are original that were discovered when the restoration work was being undertaken in the 1980s. And of course the family hadn't lived there for almost 100 years so uh, the trust had to build up a collection of furniture and objects from that era and we've got some really incredible pieces of New Zealand made furniture from the 19th century. Do you have a favourite spot in the house, a place that you know maybe you like uh, for a quiet reflection or something you think people shouldn't miss? Oh, well, my favourite room is the drawing room, um, and that's because uh, it's a more feminine space, but that's not why I love it. I love it because it's got this beautiful little cottage piano in it, and we use that space to talk about how Mansfield loved music. She initially wanted to be a professional cellist, 
But of course, it wasn't very becoming for ladies to sit on stage with their legs open and oh my God, between no. it in the form oh. of a cello. And so her parents said, no, that wasn't acceptable. But they were happy with the idea of her becoming a writer because she had a cousin who published a book um, who was a respectable lady. So that was okay. But music was a really big part of people's lives um, in the 19th century because, of course, no TV, no radio. So they had to entertain guests and each other um, around the piano. And I really love music and singing. And so... That's my favourite space in the house. But then we've also got a room upstairs we call the Laurel Harris Room, and it's got a big timeline of Mansfield's life with lots of photographs and quotes, and um, we've got her books there that people can sit in the corner and have a read through. And so that's a really lovely space as well to give a real sense of Mansfield's whole life because, of course, she lived a really fascinating life and was quite a rebel. So uh, it's quite interesting to put that next to what is a Victorian house where she grew up and she felt quite constrained uh, and then to see where she went on and to go and what she became. There you go. That's uh, Cherie Jacobson, director of Catherine Mansfield House and Garden. You wouldn't call it a, a mansion by any stretch of the imagination, as Cherie was describing it there, but an interesting little spot at Thorndon, the latest stop on our summer road trip. Just catching up